it's another podcast, podcast number four here from Chateau Louise Restaurant here in, on the shores of Lake Erie. Glad to have you along here on Cherokee Rewind. I am Mick, and it's my pleasure right now. We're going two for today as I've got the brothers Podgorski here, and that is Blake and Brett. And gentlemen, I tell you, it's been a, it's a pleasure catching up with you guys again here. Uh, it's been a long time. Uh, my goodness, it's been what about a good five years maybe yeah Thereabouts. Close pretty enough. close yeah. something like that my yeah. gosh it's been a it's been a spell but yeah again it's great to see you guys and uh, catch up here a little bit uh we're coming to you here from as i said chateau louise be sure to come out here if you're in the southeastern michigan area come out to chateau louise bar and restaurant here on the shores of lake erie here in luna pier michigan it's a great restaurant great bar great atmosphere they'll take good care of you and of course, the scenery isn't too bad either over here on Lake Erie. So it's all it's all good. So, but anyway, we're here to talk some hockey and reminisce a little bit, have some fun with this. And of course, uh, gentlemen, uh, now Blake, I'm presuming you're older. Yes, Blake is. Yeah, that. Oh, Blake, you're. Although he don't act it. He don't act it. He does. I was gonna say he doesn't look it, man. He looks younger than you do. Only two years. Only two mm. years. Well, about. about They're yeah. in that neighborhood. Okay, I gotcha. Practically okay. twins, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you could tell people that, and they'd okay. probably buy it. Uh, but um, now, when you guys played uh, for the Cherokee, how many se- you guys played at the the, at the equal seasons, right? Yeah. Same number of years. Well, we started uh, with Searing when Searing was coaching, and uh, when they did the transition with bringing Kenny Miller, and that was our first year, and that was our only year playing together. Wasn't yes. it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So okay. it was our one it was year. That same playing. year, it was just one year. But then, okay. but then that, that following year, uh, that I also ended up. Oh, winning. that's right. You I played for with uh, UT Toledo and Bourne. UT, and I so, filled in during the um, winter break. Yeah, that's what I. Back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's where I remember uh, was the winter break was when you were uh, when you came back. So I just, uh, it's it's funny, you know. I mean, t- tell me what that was like as far as I mean, we, we're going to be all over the place with this thing. Oh, that's yeah, the beauty of, course, of this, yeah. absolutely. But. Uh, you know, tell me about what it was like when the coaching change was made. That had to probably throw you guys off a little bit. Well, initially it was a little, um, a lot of uncertainty. We didn't, and we we, we were fairly young so, into the season. We are new as a group of guys, brand new, new team, as a, brand new as a, yeah. As a, as a, as a well, I shouldn't say brand new team, but it was it was a it was a feeling out process. A lot of us were transitioning over playing juniors and. You know, we didn't quite know what we were stepping into. We heard about Bill Steering. I tried out the year before, and that's when I went and played U16 with Kelly Kester. But it was a, uh, it was, it was a, it was a very weird season for everybody. And I, I'll let Blake take over where he was at. Initially, it was a, it was a transition, but in in hindsight, I feel like it was a. It was the best of opportunity for all of us because as a team, I, I don't think I've ever been closer with a group of guys. Than the stuff we went through with them, and it, and we ended up turning out to be a great season, you know. Um, you know, maybe didn't and you know we didn't we didn't uh, we didn't win a championship, Cleveland. but we 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 had a great great season, great transition. But the transition over to Kenny Miller, I think personally, it was a, you know it was a change that the organization needed at the time, and I a, a change that I fault. I I mean it was it was a revolving time, and that's what it, I mean. Granted. I knew I was a hard guy to coach. I knew I was a hard guy to get along with, and I, uh, I'll admit that. And I guarantee I gave every coach a run for their money and a test. But uh, I think that uh, yeah, your brother's not exactly uh, you know denying it. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> but you know, I I played with a lot of a lot of integrity and a lot of a lot of heart, and I just did not take losing well. And I, you know, when cards weren't aligned for me, they weren't going well. I, I got frustrated, and I. And I and I give it out to Bill. I mean, uh, Coach Searing. He was a uh, he was a good coach. Him and Tarsh. But you know, I I I, I feel bad for the way me and him left. You know, on on terms. But you know, like everything happens for a reason, is what I look at it. And Kenny Miller took over, and we had a good playoff. We had a good playoff run. Obviously, Cleveland Lumberjacks were one of the best teams in the in the in the league that year. And that's where we ended our season. I'd say, but yeah. Quite a weird transition. It was a really weird time for everybody, I guess. Okay, what was the? I mean, you talked about you know being uh, tough to coach and having a hard time with things. How about you, Blake? What was the biggest transition 
or change that you had to, or the biggest adjustment you had to make that year when uh, when uh, Scott Searing was relieved of his uh, duties and they brought in Kenny Miller? Honestly, it went because for me anyway, I went from being, gosh, under Searing, I felt as if I was just a, just a grocery stick on the bench. I like I hardly played. I felt like I felt like I was just under the radar. Then uh, Kenny came, and I felt like he like he kind of brought the leadership out of me, and felt really good and to to the point that he even wanted me to continue that the next season. Unfortunately, with my college career, my degree, I had to I had to I had to take the next step to go to college and finish playing there. But um, for me, it was great because because he because Kenny did bring kind of the best parts out of me. Well, we're here with Blake and Brett Podgorski here on Cherokee Rewind. Now, um, so the, what What was the year that, what, what year was that? Was that uh, 15, 14, 15, uh, or 15, this 16? Was, uh, 2012, this, 2013 this maybe? 12, 13. It was my senior maybe. year of high school. Because I remember me, me and Brandon Lehman were, were uh, Nate Miller and Austin Turner were all in the same class. Yeah, they were all, yeah, they were all uh, uh, senior graduate, year. Yeah, uh, graduating together. Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. It tells you all, all, see, I do this a lot because all the years run together for me. So it's like Almost I ten yeah. years ago now. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap! Well, I been, I did it for twenty. Yeah. So you know, so all the teams, run, all the players and stuff, the years run run together and stuff. So I don't. Yeah, I mean, but uh, the thing is, though, is that uh, what was it that drew you guys to want to play uh, f- for Toledo? I'm, uh, growing up, it was just uh, <clears throat> I grew up playing hockey in the Toledo area and like the culture around it you know it's a family the whole thing it's all connected you know yeah and it it just felt great to be able to have that opportunity to play at that at that level with in in the area with people that I love and grew up with my whole and and, and we and again we we had a good run for it we had a good we had a good team and it was and, and other other than the playing hockey just the uh the bond, the life, the lifelong connections that it made. These guys are we're in his wedding, you yeah. know. It's a yeah. so. My whole thing is, you know, we obviously the the transition over to Toledo when we first started. I know we did IP out in Tamil Channel, and then Tamil Channel, and then when Ice House opened up, you know, when Lee Ekman and you know Sap and all them guys opened it up, you know, my dad was you know a good friends with Lee Ekman and you know knew Sap, and my dad actually with the ninety fives, he was one that actually conducted like. The first tryout for the '95s, when back when we were you know, the ice diggers, the junior ice diggers, and you know, then that's when Coach Mike Natashek took over. But it was just, it was a, it wasn't just a, you know, it wasn't just a hockey team. It was a family, and that's what, and that's what, you know, the Toledo Ice House will always be. It, it you go there, and it's, it's a reunion every time you're in that place because you can't see anybody without, you know, saying hey or saying hi, and you know, that's what, that's what drew me into being, you know, a, a Cherokee because I'm like, you know what. Although I had aspirations and dreams of going playing, you know, upper levels, you know, I, although I had my stint in Canada for a little bit there, but you know, it everything that drew me, it it drew me to be a better hockey player playing in Toledo and playing in front of the people I know and the fans that, you know, we had day in and day night. You know, it was it was a great time, and that's you know, I couldn't be more thankful for playing it with that, you know, that Indian on our chest. You know, it was awesome. You know, and the thing is, is that you're right. You can't, when, whenever you walk in, I've been away from that team now for, uh, I've been away probably for about three years now. And I still, whenever I go back and walk in and just to say howdy or catch a game, it's like, it's a reunion, man. Oh, As yeah. you run into people that are, you know, players, old players, uh, coaches, whoever, you still run into them. Yeah. And they and they still and they know who you are and they're like, hey, what's going on? They remember you. You pick up like you never, never stop. No, too. It's, it's great. You like, never skip it, a beat. Yeah. Without the you know. Thing about the family, the culture we had, even to this day, last uh, even last year we, <laughs> Brody Duncan, yep. Jake Manders, a few Tyler other guys. Uh, Fogues. There were some of the guys we played on a street hockey team with, even. Wow. At Ottawa. Or the roller, yeah, over the roller Ottawa. hockey yeah, at yeah, Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. And with, oh gosh, that was fun. We still got in the same old shenanigans. Yeah, there's a reason we, we have to change our team name every year because we get kicked out the year before. <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. No, no, I've never. No, I don't get penalties. Yeah. You? Either. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what are you drinking over there? Anyway, uh, <laughs> but uh, anyhow, no. But the idea being though is that. <clears throat> 
did you guys, uh, prior to that season, did you guys ever get to play together on a team somewhere? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we played together for uh-huh. Bedford High School. We Bedford. played it. Uh, we played house when we grew up. You know, we when we played house for Goodall, Goodall and all that. Yeah, that but uh, we, me and Matthew Omlinger and Nathan Omlinger were big friends growing up. And, you know, we always, me and Nathan were always, or me and Matthew were always practicing when, with Rodebush, Coach Rodebush, Danny Rodebush. Mm-hmm. You know, very give well. it to that guy. Um, <laughs> you know, he didn't cheat, treat me and Matthew any different when we used to go out and skate with them, you know, be, right after our practices with Mike Natashak. You know, it was I, I look at that as we played together because we traveled everywhere. <laughs> we went to every tournament, you know, it was but uh like I said, good all we started when we were young and then we went to, you know, I would I would say when we played in the same organizations but for different year groups, I would even consider that one, but then Bedford and then, you know, playing playing for juniors with, with the Cherokee. So it's it wasn't the first time and, and a stint it, at the University of Toledo yeah. as well. Oh yeah. really? That's yeah, true. Tell me about right? that. <clears throat> Well, so that's I guess. yeah. That was, went that was to nationals. Um, that was a that was a time. You know, we didn't really necessarily do the best there, but we we uh, tur- turned it into a vacation more than a, uh, than a tournament. Than a tournament. After you lose the first three games, you know, uh, you know you're done. Yeah. So yeah, we were there for a week. So. <laughs> yeah. Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh my. So yeah. I'll, I'll leave that alone. <coughs> Anyhow, uh, hey, statue limitations, boys. That's yes. all I'll say. Anyhow, um, but you know the thing is though is that I mean obviously as brothers you know it's you know you kind of lean on each other even even when you drive each other nuts and you want to wring each other's necks. But when it comes down to it, when 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 the when the poop hits the fan and everything. Uh, you know you can rely on your brother and stuff like that, but it's it probably it, did it change the dynamic at all? Because I mean, when you look at at most teams, <clears throat> most teams will you look at your old teammates and you think of them as brothers. Mm-hmm. But to actually have your actually your blood brother actually there with you, and I'll get it from both your perspectives. Um, did it change the dynamic of how you were as a player uh, when you were in Toledo? As a player, no, but at, like um, there were certain other aspects where it did. Um, <laughs> like funny story, there was a time me and Brett were uh, we got we got into it pretty good in the locker room. Okay, and it was just kind of a, that I, I I could and I felt bad because I could tell like within the locker room it was sort of awkward because they didn't understand how to take it because we were actually put it out there we were actually we were legit fighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. They didn't know whether to break it up or is this weird? Like their their teammates, their brothers. What the hell are we, we gonna do here? And we just went at it. And I remember Mo, <laughs> Mo's, yeah. ya- Mo's yelling at us, trying hey, to get us to stop. Then it was Nate Miller was was there as well, and all the boys were trying to get us to stop. And then all we stopped. And guess what? We went out and played a game after that. It was fine. Yeah. But it's it's something we've done millions of times in our life. And then, but it but it was good for the. For the guys on the team, they understood we are brothers. They're like, oh, Absolutely. that's just the way they. That's, they're just brothers. That's just the way they are. So, and then they became like they became family anyway. But they understood. They so understood when it was on the ice, you, you know, I looked at everyone just like like you said. It, it was my brother, you know. But you know, when when he played on my line, and then when I, we played with Jordan Pruitt, you know, through the monkey line, mm-hmm. you know, that was that was that was something different. You know, if someone so. Although Blake could, you know, usually stand up for himself, but uh, you know, just seeing seeing a nasty, just a dirty thing happen to like my brother or even anybody on that team, you know, I'm usually the first one in it, and you know, I think anybody can attest to that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but you know, it's like Blake said, it's nothing changes off the ice, but on you know, or I mean, on the ice, but off the ice, yeah. Like uh, he said that I think that fight in the locker room, no one knows really how to handle it. You know, it's. <laughs> it well, it's almost like a, brings the whole team together as a family because you realize you got family dynamics in the locker do. room in, yeah. a, in a way. But no, it's a weird way to say it. It's, I guess. But no, I, I guess it does. It changes the dynamic in a way. I would say it's. It was. It was. Everybody wants to play with their brother. You know, playing with your older brother that was awesome. You know, it's wearing this, especially wearing the same logo, playing junior hockey. I mean, I think that I think that's huge, and that not a lot of people get that opportunity. So we uh, we definitely uh, took advantage of it while we could. What was it like being on the road with that team? Uh, some of the road Boy. stories. I mean, what was it like? Uh, well, I was going to say, uh, just remember, just remember, statue limitations. Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, 
I mean, uh, there, there had to be some, cra- some obvious craziness that went on uh, while you guys were on the road. On the road? Well, just the, the camaraderie, you know, everybody got along, you know, it started, you know, it, it, you know, there was no end to it. When we got on the bus, there was, you know, guys were, you know, me and Brandon Lehman, I remember we were in, uh, remember we were out at, uh, the Mall of America, we we're going to the Mall of America and me and Lehman, me and Brandon Lehman are fighting about, uh, we're having a fight about our girlfriends, you know, we're, we're sitting there and we're having a debate, just going back and forth saying who's more whipped, who's more this. And, you know, we had the whole entire hockey team. Around me and Brandon Lehman, and they are, we're just going back and forth about no, I'm not whipped. You you are more whipped and blah 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 and all this stuff. We eventually, you know, we start throwing because we were actually we we're playing cards or something. You know, we start throwing stuff at each other, start messing around, and we're like, it, that was just one of them. It was just so funny because you know the whole entire team was focused on us right then and there. That you know, and we're and we're having serious meeting. We're being sentimental, actually, heart to heart. Like you know, it, it was just so stupid, but, but you it know, was still good. It was good, but then it goes back to you know. Yeah, yeah, but let's 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 touch up on the story. Neither of them were dating the people they were talking about. Well, so. oh jeez, <laughs> bright white buffaloes. Don't worry about it. it was, <laughs> in our in my in, in our heads, we were. That's all that matters, right? Oh, oh god, that is funny. Another guy <laughs> to bring up that uh, the Mall of America story. Yeah, that's where we were at. I me- I, did, I remember a story while we were there. For some reason, we were. We were there for hours, and we bought a fart machine with a yeah, little. Uh, we did. <laughs> oh gosh. With the little, with the with the remote control. Yeah, you know, they had the multiple. They yeah. had floors. I had. I'd put it in my back pocket. I'd be on the God. bottom floor. I'd give, give Pruitt the. Oh <laughs> give God! Pruitt, give Pruitt the and remote up on the next on the next uh, floor. And you go walking. So around. I didn't know when the farts come, and it's just in my pocket. I have no control. He's pressing. It's like a, a practical Joker's character I'd go, style. I'd go, I'd go yep. sit next to someone. Oh. I'd walk by, and I don't know when it's coming, but I just hear a fart. People looking at oh. me. Like, oh. oh man! But that was fun story. <laughs> it was. Just, it was little things like that. Like that was amazing. Then you know, I I remember Fogs or whatever layman or somebody bought a. We were in the gopher, golden gopher shop, and they bought one of those stupid gophers you can just shake, oh, and yeah, it that. just makes that stupid noise, like a woodchuck noise, and it was the worst noise in the world. But, you know, it, and no, then, yeah, when we put after, actually, when we got on the bus after leaving um, in the Mall of America, we put that fart machine under Kenny's. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I wish I would have known uh, this when I we, interviewed yeah, we, him. Oh, uh, my God. That put is under funny. Seat. Yeah, That's yeah. true. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, did he go from zero to ten and be uh, PO'd? Oh, he yeah, was. He caught on eventually. He did. But he, but it, was, it was a good. I mean, how can, you can't not laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, you know, and then it all uh, goes back to the hotel rooms. You know, you know, you set the your garbage can up with a full of water and knock oh, on the door. Leaners. The leaners. Yeah, the yep. leaners and. You know, yeah, it, a lot of trouble. And involved. some of us took a li- took a little too far with the garbage cans and laying a little something more. Well, at least you guys use garbage cans of water. That's nothing. We yeah. used to back earlier on. I mean, I didn't do it, but the uh, players earlier earlier in in the uh, early years, they would take uh, they take uh, go into different rooms and get a bunch of the uh, 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 glasses. They take oh. all the glasses and stack them up and lean. Oh, and lean the glasses. Yeah, lean the there. glasses. Oh, no. Yes. And, they, and what they would do is they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they uh, wouldn't, they wouldn't uh, like go knock on the door or anything. They'd leave them and leave. <laughs> so they that had no clue. Yeah, they had no clue. The so when, bam, oh, they would gosh. get. Oh my gosh, Ryan Richmond used to tell me stories about that. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. That but uh, yeah, I I think I only got I only got uh, nailed once with a leaner. I yeah, think nailed with a leaner. Yeah, I remember. Uh, it was like a war when we were out of town. It was like no, no I, I remember there there was one there was one gentleman on our team left a nice uh, present in someone else's <laughs> bathroom. Yeah, it was not. It was uh, in the garbage can, not in the not in the toilet. The toilet. Oh <laughs> my gosh! <laughs> oh, you got to tell me who that was. Alec Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my and That God. was that. Like, dude, he wasn't on the team that long, and this kid, no. like, he like he he showed oh, up one gosh. day in Metro, mm-hmm. and he he does a backhand. You know, yeah, and all of a sudden, top he's, shelf and hits the goalie's water bottle and takes a drink yeah, of it just, back in and Metro. He's scoring goal, man. And we're like, damn, damn, this guy. All right, keep him on the team. Oh, and there man. he was the rest of the year. And then he just fit right in like a glove, man. 
playing oh. pranks the next week on on, on, on some of the friends. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was, is hilarious. Yeah, so was who was the biggest prankster on that team? Was it oh, you me, guys? Me or, me or Jordan Pruitt, probably yeah. for sure. I mean, I was in or on it too. Three, yeah, that or <laughs> Mo himself. I mean, Mo, Mo was pretty good at. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, so when he when he he, uh, he actually he took um. What was it? What was the kid's name? Gregory? That, no, Josh Cliff, maybe? Josh or, Cliff. No, 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 no. I think it was Gregory. Sean Gregory? Or Josh. Oh, yeah. Sean. Was it Sean? I think it was Sean. Yeah, Sean Gregory. Gregory. Yeah, from, yeah. from Peoria. Kevin. I don't know. Whatever. Came from Peoria or whatever. The, he, <laughs> he took his jeans and, and sewed his jeans shut. While we're practicing, he took the sewing machine and sewed the legs shut so he couldn't get his leg through. Oh, oh my and it God. wasn't even it was like a little stitch and he got he, he was fired up. Yeah, he oh know. my oh, gosh, that is funny. There was just so many things that you're so it's all about, I, yeah. the biggest jokes, I don't know, it was either Blake, me or Pruitt. But they called us the monkeys for a reason, you know. It was you know, we had a lot of YouTube Comic videos relief, yeah. and stuff yeah. that hit the media and it was it was just, you know, uh, it was, you know, it was just stuff that we, you know, we just tried to keep, you know, lively in the locker room, you know, when in such a serious time, you know, you know, we'd keep stay it, loose. we'd, we'd stay loose, but when it would need to be serious, obviously we'd, you know, Connor Crow would straighten us up when he was captain back then. Oh, so, there's a name drop. I missed that. Connor Crow. Yeah. That's man. I forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. It's I, now I remember. It's like every time it's like I, when you don't hear a name for a long time, and then all of a sudden you hear it, and it's like it's bam! Right it just yeah. snaps right back into your head. Yeah. I mean, when you brought Brandon Layman and was that was that the Jordan year with Jordan Fogarty? Yeah. Yep. Was and uh, wasn't Army on that team? Uh, Zach Armstrong. Yeah. Yep. What a that kid's got yeah, a heart of a tiger there. That yep. a, that's a that's absolutely a loved that kid. Least, yeah. Played with Finley. him my whole life. Yep. Yeah. From Finley. Yep. Yep. I I, re- I still remember him very very well. Damn, but no, yeah. yeah, you and me man. both. Missed the guys a lot. But uh, now, as far as uh, looking, you know, from that team, what uh, what possessed you to? I mean, since you were two years older, I can see where you aged out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. For you, what it made you want to go and play uh, play hockey uh, elsewhere? You know, it, it, I use it. I try. I, you know, as a stepping stone. Obviously, you know, it was. A, it's a great team to play for, and I was. You know, I wouldn't have been upset if I. You know, it was my last team I played for in juniors. But you know, I I've always had aspirations of. You know, you know, I I think I had the skill, but sometimes my head set me back, and I'll be the first one to admit that. And my attitude and my you know. My just willingness to want to win whatever it takes. Sometimes it took it too far, you know, and I, I, I will attest that. But I just I, I tried going to a, an area where I didn't know anybody. You know, I'm, I'm doing it all myself. I'm a, you know, nobody has a clue who Brett Pogorski is, you know, because I made it whether it was good or bad. But I think people usually like when I was on your team. But, you know, I tried going to an area where no one knew who Brett Pogorski was. And I tried to make my own foot, you know, put my foot in the door there and, make my own pathway elsewhere. So that's what drove me to go go up and try my try my skills up there. Huh? Nothing wrong with that. Uh, now, as far as, uh, you know, when you, now that you guys are done playing competitively, uh, do you still ever think about maybe going back into the game, whether it be a, as a coach or a scout or something like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I would, you know, Obviously, with the with the wife and uh, you know kid on the way now, it's 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 gonna be tough, but it's definitely something I so I so want to do. You know, it, when the time is right, I would definitely, I would especially coaching. Uh, you know, starting like how Jake did. You know, starting with the young guys and you know it's like Denny and you know Mike Natashak and all them did with us. You know, start with that group and work up with them and just make them you know breed you know bring them into the hockey player you want them to be. And, it, and that would be something that I would so love to do. How about you? So love Blake? to do. I wish I want. I really want to. Um, the time. Well, it may not be right. Not, it may not be immediate, but it, it could be down the road. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, and even if he has a son, I mean, that's a. That I was gonna say. Of course, that's a. That's a. That's course, a wee, you, you've got it. You've got a daughter, and uh, of course, if you look real close on her pinky finger, you can see where you're wrapped right around <laughs> it. <laughs> so that's no doubt. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, I, that's, she's that's, a tough cookie. I wouldn't mind putting her up in some skates. She. She she's whoop up up on the boys. Oh, yeah. Now oh, she's right. going what five? She's she'll gonna be, be, yeah. She'll be, she'll be f- yeah five September. Yeah. Uh, September. Holy cow! 
yeah. it's been a while. It's been a while. Seeing it go so fast, like I, I was saying earlier, she's like she's grown so fast before my eyes, and but the, like you, you 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 take another look at it, and then you realize you're getting that old just as fast, and so are your parents. You know, it's kind of yeah. scary. Scary, scary a little bit, but 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 it, at the same time, it's rewarding. It's like, like someone once told me, it's like it's scary because the pecking order changes because you move up the pecking order yeah. as yeah. as time goes and on. And you think the others around you just stay there, you know? It, yeah, it, 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 it does. yeah, and you don't realize how good of parents you have till they become grandparents. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yes, because then it's like usually as parents, it's like you eat what I give you and everything yeah. else, and then when you're grandparents, <laughs> it's like, would you like your your sandwich cut into stars? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> that and kind of even thing. that it's like th- like grandparents like they have so much above a, they cover so many more people and they're fa- like like a like like parents raise kids grandparents raise a family you know yeah. like they have a yep. whole like a mm-hmm. yeah it, it's much broader and they but bring I know everybody together grandparents always bring people you know together. I know my dad he did his you know he did his coaching and you know he and he's the one that, you know, and my mom, they, they're the ones that brought us into this hockey world, and we wouldn't be here without them, you know, giving us this opportunity to meet all these lifelong friends we have. So I, I just want to give my kid that same opportunity, you know. You know, definitely, you know, the hockey, There's you have no better hockey, no better friends than with hockey boys. I have know, to agree with that. Now, when's Sierra due? Sierra is due August 14th. So wow. she is uh, going to be 36 weeks this Friday. Okay. So it's uh, it's coming up. Holy smokes! Yeah. But man, are you excited? Nervous? I'm, I think it's. Uh, I think right now it's. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm cutting. I'm stuck in between both of them. Am I? Am I nervous? Am I excited? It but should be everything. I'm know. just. It's, it's, I'm definitely time. excited because I, you know, I could use a couple, you know, weeks off work. <laughs> <laughs> That's like yeah, that's today's like, my day off. Actually. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's like it's like like it's like going to a funeral and saying, "Yeah, I want, I'm just here because I want to go eat." You know, exactly, afterwards. exactly, exactly. Uh, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the sofa. Anything you're else? You're going to be introduced to the sofa real quick oh, here. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, I'm I'm excited. Absolutely, you know. <laughs> bring on, bring on the long nights and uh, endless diapers. They don't diapers. stop. They yep. don't stop. Okay, that's Absolutely. all. That's, but uh, now, <laughs> when growing up, uh, when you guys, uh, uh, were you guys Red Wings fans? I'm taking it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, oh, who yeah. was who was your favorite players growing up? My favorite players growing up definitely Darren McCarty, Pavel Dasuk, Paul Correa, and then uh, Scott Stevenson. That's definitely Scott Stevens. Wow, a Scott Stevens, de- yep. a gritty defenseman. Now, say a big de- big deal for me as well as Pavel Dasuk. I also really like Chris Osgood for whatever reason. A goalie? Oh, we all, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And uh, actually, still this day, my well, favorite player is Pekka We all Pecorino. played goalie during good all years, so we, just, yeah, we yeah. thought we were goalies one day. I love Pecorino to this day. He plays for the Predators. Preds, yeah. Now, now you got you're, are, you a, are you guys Preds fans too? Or? Yeah, yeah we are. But look, you can uh, look at it. Check these out. Ah, yeah. he's got the got the plastic with Preds yeah. Preds logos. Nice, very good. And that stems from I remember growing up, every every especially everyone like our age, we we grew up watching the Mighty Duck movies. You know, oh, sure, yeah. we were little Absolutely. kids. You know, we loved the Mighty Ducks. Paul and you grow up and you watch the real Mighty Ducks, and there's Paul Korea. And then yeah. you know he makes his. You got Rob Niedermeyer. And all he ended guys. up he ended up in Nashville, and that's just where for me it. I don't know, just stuck there. There's nothing wrong with Nashville, man. I, I've if and if I, I had to city, pick, I do. if I had to pick another team in, well, I shouldn't say that because uh, outside of the Wings, the other team that I for some reason have, I had two teams that I took to, and that was Ottawa and Calgary. Don't ask me why. I don't know why. I just took to them. And <laughs> That's with me with Nashville. I just took. I have to no, we have no reason why we, you know. Yeah, I why just we took like to them, him, but, but I, but I, I, that's I know where it stemmed from because like I, I, I was Gimla. always watching. I mean, that was that from yeah. Calgary. Calgary yeah. Like, you know, going back to Alfredson. I mean, that was Ottawa was the they team, the best team that never made it. Exactly. The best exactly. Team that never made it. The so, Ottawa so, Senators. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I, I have to I have to agree well, with so that. So what one. is it with you and Ottawa? You, you I don't, don't know. know. There's no rhyme or reason. And matter of fact, the funny thing is, is the. I found out, and we, be, I mean, we were long, friend, long-time friends before this, but this kind of cemented our hockey friendship. Uh, but we were personal friends, but then we became hockey friends, and that is uh, Doc. 
Dan oh. Hoffman. Yeah. No kidding. Doc yeah. yeah. That he's, was, a, he's a Senators fan. Yeah. And we is. found out. I don't know if you ever knew this, Mick, you but know you know Doc him. used to be our family doctor when we grew when we were younger. That's yes. Cool. Well, I knew he was. A, well, yeah, I knew because uh, we at the time we both worked for Prometica. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, right, you know, we right, yeah, yeah, he used yeah. to he used to be his he had privileges there, and yeah. so that's where we met. No and the, yeah, in a future podcast, we'll ha- I'm going to have him explain. Have Doc, yeah. yeah, he'll he'll, he'll, he will he will tell you how we met, and it involves the it involves the movie Animal House. Animal House. Animal House. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, oh, okay. it, it, yeah, when they go to the when they go to the nightclub. Oh, and uh, yeah, it, oh, yeah. Man. So it 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 uh, yeah. There's a whole story behind this, yeah, and so. But yeah, we'll get into that. No question. Yeah, but, uh, Dan Hoffman. But uh, old, yeah, great guy. Doc Hoffman, I should say. He's. Oh yeah, he's. Oh, he, we. I still to this milk. day was my doctor. So I still call him. I still call him Danny Joe. So. That goes. That you know. This Danny is, Joe. Yeah. That's his middle name. See, that's his name. So oh, that's what he Joe. normally, yeah, with his friends, that's what he goes by. But. I'm going to. And I miss him, I, too. I yeah. kind of miss everybody. He's kind of. I don't miss him because the last time I saw him, he made me spit water through my lip that was busted open. <laughs> that didn't feel too well. That. <laughs> How'd you do that? What happened there? Oh, gosh. What happened there? I don't know. I was probably. It was on the ice. We were. Oh, I forget who we were playing. Person. We were at home. I think. I don't know. Somebody. I must. I think I took a high stick. <laughs> and then. Uh. Of course, he goes, yeah, that definitely went through. He goes, can you, you know, squirt this water out through it for me? And I tell you what, boy, that was some, that was some pain right there. That and hurt? I, oh, gosh, that hurt. Hurt. So I don't know why, but it, was, it just hurt. But, well, but he I, said he gee, goes, you ripped he, it open. It's yeah. not supposed to go through there. He, That's why it hurt. He said because, he, you know, bacteria and all that stuff to kind of rinse it out, so. Oh yeah, that yeah. Was, that I was, think he just did it for just for. I think kicks. he might have just did it for his own. Yeah, his own amusement. Enjoyment, yeah. yeah, I think so. But uh, but but Doc, no, Doc's one of the best, no question. Now, uh, fast forward a bit here, talking to you guys about um, post hockey. Um, <laughs> both you guys working and everything. Do you still um, get to aside from television? Do you ever still get to make it to a game? Yeah, uh, so I'll go to, I'll, you know, I'll make it to Cherokee games, you know, especially before when they play, like, you know, UT, when UT play, has a later game or something. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of a double whammy for me to watch, you know, these guys that, you know, I once represented. So, you know, it's I try to make it to at least a couple a year, you know. But now with me living in Blissfield, it's not just a, a little stroll down the road, so... Holy cow! I didn't even realize you were over that far. I can attest yeah. to that as well. That's yeah. the same thing. You don't get to be around it as much as you want, but I would love to. So you know, but you do. But no, I, mean, I even, definitely. Even, even if it's not just uh, the Cherokee, like, like even you try to make it to walleye games or right? just oh, be sure. around the sport at all. Yeah. No, I would. I mean, I've as only seen the two right? games I think since they switched over to uh, to the U- USP, USP right? HL. Yeah, USP. You know, and it, I would like to go to more to try to, you know, because we, we came from a totally different league, right? The three, the three, three show. show. Yeah. So, you know, I like, I heard, I heard different stories about the USP. I heard that's more of like a skilled, you know, we were kind of mucking grinders with some, with some skill in the three show, but. Well, there's, I mean, you know, that people, I, I, I mean, and I've seen all three. I've seen the USP. I've seen the USPHL. I've seen the three HL, and I've seen the CSHL. Yeah, the CS. And so you know, I've got a different. Per, I've got varying perspectives on it. And I mean, some days, if you ask me, I'll tell you the CSHL was hands down the best. Other days, oh, yeah. it's like uh, no, the three HL mm-hmm. really kicked butt because they were the guys that were trying. They were being scouted ex- uh, primarily mm-hmm. for the yeah, North know. American League. Yeah. So, you know, you look at that mm-hmm. and stuff, and then you look at uh, the USPHL, and you're right. It's a very – it's a more skilled league uh, geared mm-hmm. towards player development. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, you, you, there's so much that you can say about all three. There's, yeah. You know, it's like trying to pick your favorite kid. And they're, they're both de- way different eras of hockey, you know. Yes. So it's – you can't really judge them because the game re- revolves – you know, so do the players. So. Because I mean, there are, there were guys in the three HL era and in the CSHL era that that definitely could have played in the North American League, hands down. Oh yeah, hands down. You but, know, I think anybody on that team that we played, well, we had in the three show, you know, I think we I think we could have easily all, you know, we could have progressed as as players individually, you know. So, 
I think I, I think part of it too is the fact that uh, is because there's so many more teams now, so many oh, yeah. more opportunities. So yeah. I mean, I don't mean this to sound like a like a a, a negative, but it kind of sort of waters down the product a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So, but no, it, right. give, yeah. it creates mm. opportunities though. It does for, for the kids that that want to play at a exactly. higher level. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right because. It does, because you know that that guy that might have been on the edge back when we played. You know, he he might be on a team that that you know needs an extra guy, and you know he gets that shot, but he could develop into a great hockey player, and you know he just needed that shot to get in. Yeah, where he might be a first liner at the mm. three show or in USPHL, he could eat uh, up there. He could be a, a, a fourth liner. Oh yeah, you know? exactly. You know, he could, absolutely. You know, so that's it's, that. and that's what I that's what and you know what I guess that's what I like that they you know. That they're starting to get include, you know, not just just the skilled players, but the kids that will, you know, will work hard and that, you know, they want to prove that they're, you know, they got what it takes and they just need that little uh, confidence boost of, you know, be making a roster. So, so hey, that's all you can ask for. But, uh, you know, boys, I tell you what, I could, I am just having a ball here. I am, la- I, I, I haven't laughed this hard in a long time with these stories because oh, it takes me back to some of the crazy. Yeah. Some of the craziest things. Okay, I asked you who were the who was the who was the team clown for the most part. Who oh, would you say man. was who would you say was probably the most quiet? Didn't say a whole lot. Quiet? You mean like didn't, like didn't um, say a whole lot? Didn't wasn't a prankster? Just was the kept to themselves. For Parker the Hack okay. and Zach Armstrong. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. See, there, there's one. That's true. If they were like sleepers like that, but there there's like one guy in particular that really sticks out to me that was sort of quiet never too wild but god damn when he talked he was funny he was always funny and that was connor crow yeah c crow wow that was connor crow he was always just a man i love that i miss him man get on if you can get a hold of him if if he's gonna be on get a hold of me so yep i will well all you guys got to do is just go to uh on facebook to my because then the cherokee also on their facebook will uh share this and put it up and everything so mm-hmm. that you can uh, catch it anytime you want. Awesome. But yeah. 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 And then also that means that that uh any of the guys, any of the other alumni Pass that sales. hear yeah. this Pass. and get a hold of me, you know, oh, uh, yeah. Mick G three at gmx.com is my email, uh, stuff like that. Or just get a hold of me through other players that know that I'm, that yeah. know me on Facebook. It's very easy. Just get a hold of me that way. And we can do this. Yeah. We still, we're still frequently hanging out with Evan Johnston. You remember? Him? Yeah. yeah Evie, I remember him. Big yeah. Johnston. Yep. Yeah, I remember him, his mom and everybody. Yeah. His mom Gary, was crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was crazy. Got the bell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, because what, what I remember was they would uh, go in uh, tailgate mm-hmm. at, at uh, the ice house before yeah. the game. <laughs> and back then I had a, and I still do, as a matter of fact, in my bag somewhere, I've got a little FM transmitter. Mm-hmm. And so I could broadcast Plug it into my oh, board, so they could listen, oh, so they could listen on the radio. Yeah. No they could, way. yeah, I mean, it didn't go. It only went. Less, the signal only went like about a half mile, but they well, could. Yeah, they could, could, sit, the, they could sit out in the. They could sit out in the truck and listen to the pregame and everything that while they're tailgating. Awesome. Yeah, because you had one heck of a pregame show. I used to love when you were commentating. It was the best. Those were those were some crazy those things, man. Crazy. And then you know it was always great because and then you know I tip my hat to the the the, the guys that fought hard to try and get into the lineup. Because they're the guys that I usually used for my uh, yeah, b- yeah. my intermission interviews and things like that. So mm-hmm. I mean, those guys are the ones that I really uh, yeah, hold near and dear. To, yeah, absolutely. You got close to them. You know, it was, and that's what it's all about. Like, then you know, and I remember all those guys that used to fight for the lineup. They were they were the hardest workers in practice. You know, they yeah. would whoop your. They would you know they were going hard, and yeah. that's what I appreciated. Yeah, and they they help they help the other guys make them better players. Oh yeah, absolutely. so you know, I mean, when you had to go up against those guys and stuff like that, uh, I think in football they call or in uh, was it in uh, I think in Edmonton or something like that they call them the Black Aces. The Black Aces. Uh, yep. Yeah. So you absolutely. know stuff like that with hockey and stuff, but or no, it's the yeah, Red Wings. Yeah, so Red Wings they call them the Black Aces. So anyway, but uh, you know, I I know that I guess you know aside from your aside from your folks. Who would you say was the biggest influence in your playing hockey? Hands down, my grandpa, my grandpa Chuck, Grandpa McGraw. Yeah, I mean, even my dad's grandpa, Grandpa, Grandpa Jerry. They were they made it to every game, no matter what, no matter what they were there. They whether they you know when they were going through cancer treatments, everything they you know 
they they were there. They were there to you know watch us, and no matter what it took, they were there. You know, and that's something that it, I shouldn't just say my grand my grandpas. It was my grandparents. You know, it was they were the biggest doubt, influencer. I can't, I can't disagree with them. What's that? No, I said without a doubt, I can't oh. disagree with you on that. There's no there's no. no one else. And there was nothing better than life, you know man. you see you know your grandpa was just had a, a chemo treatment the day before, and he and he you look up in the stands the next day, and he's up there and he's he's wow. there watching you. That's awesome. You know, so he, 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 and he was, you know, he would, he would tell you, you had a good game or if you didn't necessarily had such a great game, but he would, you know, he would let you know, but absolutely my grandparents, absolutely. Same with you, Blake. Yeah, there's no, there's, there's no, there's no question. Without a doubt that that's, that's the answer. That's awesome. Now, as far as uh, who was probably, uh, who would you say was probably, and I'll ask this of each of you. Who is probably the, would you say, was the more, uh, was the better goal scorer? I would, I would say my brother. Okay. I would say I'd have to, yeah. I, you know. And, and I don't really. <clears throat> I, I think. more finesse, I guess. It, Brett was really good if his attitude was <laughs> better. Yeah. Too, yeah. And I think everybody would attest to that. You know. Granted, the skill. I had the heart, man. Had, that is true, but I had you know the what? Heart of a champion, there might. That was a smart ass. There, I don't know. I my brother, he would, you know, he could score some goals that you know you would make your head turn. You're like, how the heck did that happen? Yeah, I had but, blind, you know, you know, blind squirrel. Fight, I right? I always told myself, if I can, you know, if I can go out there and make a difference, whether score a goal, have a big check, or you know, even when I was in juniors, have a you know a little tussle. That's what I was going to do, and sometimes if it was a goal, I might have had to, unlike other skilled players that I played with in the in the past, I had to work a little harder for it. But you know what? I could st- I could do it. Do I you remember? Do you guys remember your first goals in junior? Yeah, I oh, do. Yeah. I, I was. I actually remember I had a broken ankle my first year when we played together, and I was coming. We were going to Michigan Mountain Cats. Because remember, I broke my ankle in that in fight the, in training camp. In the trial. Oh, gosh. So uh, I came back against the, the Mountain Cats, and I had a hat trick. So I, I, I remember all three of them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. Broke your ankle? Yeah, see, my, my first one didn't come. It came a little bit later. It was actually against mm. Cleveland. But, I missed three but, but, weeks. But like I s- mentioned earlier, during like when like Searing was coach, I was I was first-line practice penalty killer. So yeah. yeah, you were. You were, and it was. Yeah. So was it a regular strength, even strength goal? Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay, same with you. Yeah, it was. I, I believe I, mine I finally was. Finally got on the ice. Yeah, I definitely. It, mine definitely was. Yeah, even strength because uh, I don't think I was. I don't think I was playing with you yet. Because remember, really we didn't know. get. I don't think that was Coach later, Kenny didn't. But. Was Ke- Coach Kenny is the one that put us together, me, you, and Pruitt. Yeah, that yeah. So, but yeah, oh, I do yeah. remember that. Now, who who else did you play with when mm. when it wasn't with you and your brother? And Pruitt. Oh, I man. played a lot because I remember we called it. The I 90, played with Andrew Benio. The 93 line is uh, we had me, Ben Torchia, and Connor Crow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys had the 93 we were all line. 90, I played with Benio, and I don't know who else was there. It wasn't Nick Brazil. Nick Brazil. Oh, man. Yeah, you were on your own. I forget who it was. I, I know it was me and Benio. Benny for a while. Yep. So, but then. You know, obviously, we mixed things up, and we got a really good flow going with, you know, the, the 95 line with with uh, Fogues, Layman, and Zalecki. Zalecki. Yeah, Z-Bop, yep. Z-Bop, Z-Bop. dude. That, yeah, line was a, that line was a I see great, 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 yeah. great group of guys. Um, but, no, I and then when we had me, you, and Pruitt, that was we, – we had some solid lines going. You know, we and that's when we had the ball rolling when we were in Minnesota in that showcase. Man, we had it going. Played some really great hockey. Well, well, as we yeah, wind this down now, um, it, uh, I guess now I will say the question I get asked most from everybody so far has been, "How do you uh, get connected with the Cherokee? How do you start?" Blah blah blah. But I've answered it every time in uh, on on each of the previous podcasts. But I always allow a spot where if you guys want to ask something of me, that if you try to trying to remember something about when you played there, or something with the coaches, or something like that. Uh, that you think I might remember or something like that. If you want to pepper me with a question or anything like that. You got one? 
What was your favorite year? Do you have a specific year yeah. that you remember that was a? Uh, I mean, that was just most memorable, I guess. Well, the uh, most memorable, if yeah. I, on paper, obviously the cha- national championship team. Of course, yeah. I guess that. Would yeah, be. that yeah. would be. But I mean, that's. But still, take that out of the equation, and it's like trying to pick your favorite kid. Yeah, you can't that's true. because you've got different players for different reasons that you absolutely you root for them and you love them like they're your kid because they are. I mean, especially the guys that uh, were the third and fourth liners or the guys that were struggling to get into the lineup. Uh, guys like that, you were rooting for them because you yeah. saw the heartbreak when they, when they weren't on the dress list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You saw, you know, the frustration mm. or in some cases uh, where they had to move on. You know, and you yeah. still rooted for him. Yeah. Uh, you know, you go through those things and you see those things. And, of course, uh, back then, I, I mean, I, I was home and away. I was on the bus, so I rode yeah. all the yeah, time. Yeah, I did it, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's like you saw all that stuff. And you saw the raw emotion and the frustration and the anger and things like that. And, and you you know, from as a, as a person who was older, it was like you understood just from the standpoint of this is a – even though it's amateur hockey, it's still a business, you yeah. know. So you understand that part of it. So, but I mean, I saw a lot of kids that you know, I like from your obviously from your guys is your you know it was you guys it was you know Layman and and Fogs and and Army, uh, you know and it, uh, yeah Benny too you know yeah. uh, so who was the goaltender that year Nate Miller Nate Miller, and, Nate Miller. that's right and, and Hunter Borva. That's who I was trying to Vorva. think of. Yeah. Was Vorva. I could not remember for the life of me who yeah. it was. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Well, we went through, yeah, there was a few others. Yeah, we had Josh Cliff there for a minute too. But we we held three goalies for a minute, I believe. Yeah. We yep. held three goalies. Yeah. And, and that was a good answer, Mick. Yeah, I tell I you. I love all my children. Yes. <laughs> well, it's it's the nice it's 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 a, if I was a politician, that's great, but but no, no. sincerely yeah, though, I mean, it, the you can't. You can't no, you can't. You can't pick. But I mean, you—it's just you. Rem- there are certain guys you remember more than others, not because you liked them better, but just because they Everybody stood out more. more. Yeah. You know, oh, you, yeah. they just stood out for whatever reason. Um, you know, from you got you two are probably you guys and Benny and like I said, all the guys I mentioned. Those guys are all guys that I remember. But when you brought up Nick Brazil, I was like. Instantly, I'm yeah. like, holy crap! He was I our remember. he was our billet brother for a while. We have big personalities that just yeah. it goes beyond the hockey. Big personalities, yeah. <laughs> and I got a, a big attitude to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, humility is your strong suit. Anyhow, uh, confidence. But, no, but uh, that was a good answer, man. Yeah, I liked it and stuff like that. So, how did you guys feel knocking out your first podcast here? I, I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. I want to. I want to thank you for having us. Yeah, first absolutely, of all. Yeah. Mick, I, That's great, and I, I'd love to do it again if you get a yeah, yeah. chance. Absolutely, let's get through the again. guys and. We got know. twenty years worth of guys, there but the thing is, is that I can't get them all. So, uh, we but, try. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll try, but I could still, like I said, I I don't have any problem going back and getting guys that uh, want to come back on because this is that's what makes this fun, is because I mean, like I said, sitting there nearly peeing my pants listening to you guys tell <laughs> stories. You guys are uh, great storytellers part, and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, and, so and, and not every podcast is going to be that way, but I don't want it to be that no, way. No, it's got to have you know, diverse. You got to have a little bit of uh, a little bit of diversity in there just to kind of mix it up and everything good. I had. Uh, you know, just stuff like uh, I have quiet guys. I got guys that are are great behind the mic. I've got guys that I know that I've not uh, had that I can remember. I had guys when we used to do this is before you guys. We would do a coaches show every Monday night <laughs> from Pat and Dandy's Bar and Grill. Oh, I remember man. this, but uh, <laughs> I, I used to be my place to go. It was for a long yeah, time before did. I even started with the Cherokee. Anyway. Uh, we would go there, and they'd feed us steaks. And, the, and some of the guys on the team wanted oh, so bad God. to come oh, on. Even they were, like, they were like, yeah, interview me, interview. And then even they would want to bring everybody else on the team so they could eat steaks. I yeah, really yeah, yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, nothing would be better after a nice skate to have a steak, go home and have lunch meat. or <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, no, you know what the thing is is that, you know, we, we settled them down. But the funny part is is that the guys, a lot, the, those guys back then especially – they were a lot more nervous than they are now. Kids nowadays, they're used to with the internet and everything. They're used to. They're not afraid to see a microphone and oh, talk yeah. into it, especially yeah, they if got, you're. Uh, what the hell's that? TikTok. Yeah, all that stuff. I don't. Yeah. I don't even mess with most of that stuff. But uh, they, uh, they. I mean, back then it was like I had a cassette deck. 
I used to I know, take yeah. it, and I yeah. recorded. I recorded mm-hmm. the coaches' show with that. It'd be me and Omi. Oh, It'd be me and Omi, and we'd be sitting over there, and we'd be talking about stuff. And then some Coach of the players, we'd get a couple of players to come in, and I can remember some of them that were all stars, man. I mean, all CSHL all stars. That you put the microphone <clears> in front of them, and they were like, "Oh yeah." You know, and I would just crack that up. I'm like, dude, it's just you're sitting here talking to an old, over overweight, overaged <laughs> 14 year old. Okay, oh, you know, I, I'm an overgrown 14 mm. year old. Relax, you know. And oh, they don't, you know, but they would be so nervous and scared and everything and all that. And I'm like, stop it, you know. But yeah, you, it was like pulling teeth with some of them. Oh, I can only and, imagine. And it was funny. Uh, I mean, I can remember some of them. A couple of them have gone on to coach. At the North, I know one in particular, Bubba Cole. Yeah, uh, coaches at the uh, North America. Coached at the North American level, and I'll never forget when I had to to interview him for an intermission to kill an intermission. And I think probably out of the twelve minutes, I spent probably, I'd say, a minute and a half was Bubba. Oh, the rest of it was me trying to pull teeth out. You know. Trying mm. to get him to do that and stuff. And I love him, man. Andrew oh, yeah. is a great guy. I don't know if I – yeah, I, I guess I'm not too surprised for that story. but Yeah, I mean, that's that, – some guys are just some like that. Are. You know, you just roll with the personality and you make it work. That's Absolutely. all. So, Absolutely. But, um, well, in closing, I uh, just uh, wanted to say thank you, boys. I appreciate it. Uh, anything else you want to give a shout-out or anything before I call it a, sh- a show? No, one. Uh, I just appreciate you having us, you know, it was a great catching up with you, and, you know, I, I wish all my best to the Cherokee, you know, from years on out. And, uh, you know, go Tribe. Yeah, yep. man, man. I'll tell you I what. I can second that. And I also want to give a shout-out to just uh, former teammates of mine um, and also everybody from the Cherokee family, past, present, and future. Wish you the best. Yep. Love yeah, you no all. Question. Welcome to the family. We're all here. Amen. Speaking of which, uh, Congratulations uh, on your uh, ne- impending arrival. As you Thank get rid you. Of it. And uh, of course, you with uh, the little girl with the, that pinky. <laughs> she's got. She's got. She's got you wrapped right around it. So hmm. I tell you what, I have nothing but uh, love and thanks to you guys for all that you guys are doing and keep at it and keep yeah. going. Well, that's going to do it from here. We thank you so much for hanging out with us here. We're coming to you here from Chateau Louise up here in Luna Pier, Michigan, right on Lake Erie. Be sure to come over here and check it out. They've got great food, great drinks, everything you want. And then, of course, Lake Erie right here. The beach is right there. So always a good time. Well, we thank you again, and uh, we'll, we'll be posting this up. And, again, uh, CherokeeRewind.Podbean.com is the actual website. But if you go to our Facebooks, the Cherokee Facebook, my Facebook, whatever, you'll be able to find the links to it. It'll take you right over where you need to be, and you can hear this in its entirety. So thanks again, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to you again next time. This is Mick for Blake and Brett Podgorski. Thank you so much, boys. We'll talk to you again next time here on Cherokee Rewind.